Hey, I'm Ray, and this is The Kitchen. Today we're talking about coffee and all the fancy drinks that you don't actually know what they mean. So coffee, do you drink it? I used to not drink it. And I used to think that if I couldn't drink it black, I couldn't drink it at all. I wanted to be a coffee purist. And then I decided it didn't it didn't matter. I didn't care. I was just gonna drink it how I wanted to drink it. So how do you drink it? Do you prefer it hot or iced? Do you take sugar cream? Do you take any fancy drinks with syrups and all the whipped cream on top with chocolate? How do you like your coffee? If you've ever been to someone's house who really likes coffee, or you've been to one of the smaller coffee shops, I'm sure you might have, or if you've been on Pinterest, you may have seen some of those cute coffee posters with the diagrams showing the names of the different fancy coffee drinks and what's in them. I myself think those are cute posters. But out of my own curiosity, and probably some of yours curiosity, let's explore the world of coffee drinks. So we'll start off slow, we'll start off easy. Black coffee. It has a proper name. <laughs> Did you know black coffee has a proper name? Cafe Noir. In French, noir means black. So next time you want a black coffee, ordered a Cafe Noir and see the crazy look that the cashier gives you. But of course you can have light roast, medium roast, dark roast. There's a whole bunch of variety of beans and you can have it. It's normally like black with cream or black with cream and sugar. Or maybe there's some of you out there who just like black with sugar. We'll move on to something a little, a little more difficult, but it's the latte. Everyone knows the latte. It's quite popular. Its proper name is a cafe latte. So what a latte is, is a shot of espresso, not espresso, everyone. It's not espresso. It's espresso. This has been your TED Talk. So a latte is a shot of espresso in steamed milk with a touch of foam on the top. So it's one part espresso, two parts milk, and a layer of foam. Then the cappuccino. So I grew up in America, and if you go to an American gas station by the coffee section, there are cappuccinos there. Um, they are, I don't know if you can call them coffee drinks. They may have some coffee in them, but they're, they're just like this sweet, milky kind of coffee flavored drink. You can get all sorts of different flavors, vanilla in the fall. Some have like a s'mores flavor, maybe a blueberry crumble flavor, blueberry crisp flavor, um, candy bar flavored cappuccinos. I can just, I can just hear the Italians just shaking their head. But the first time I had a cappuccino from a coffee shop, I was disappointed because there's no sugar added to it. So 
a cappuccino is similar to a latte, but it has more foam than steamed milk. So it's one part espresso, one part milk, one part milk foam is how it is traditionally made. Then there's a flat white. I thought it was basically a latte with no foam, but it's similar to a cappuccino with no foam. A flat white is two shots of espresso with steamed milk and no foam. So of the last three, the cappuccino, the latte, the flat white, espresso is your base. So if you ordered an espresso, you're going to get one shot. So one shot of espresso is about one ounce, which is about 30 milliliters, three zero. And I always thought espresso had a lot to do with the type of bean that was roasted. But it's more to do with the... It's not all in what bean is roasted, but in how the bean is roasted. And a lot of what makes espresso espresso is how it is brewed. Which sounds wrong saying because I learned that the correct term for making espresso isn't, you don't brew espresso, espresso is pulled. I thought that was very interesting. Um, but espresso, your bean is very finely ground. It's packed, or what they call tamped. And then the water goes through it at a very high pressure. So the pressure has a lot to do with the espresso pulling. And then if you've ever seen a shot of espresso, it has like that golden kind of foam on top and that is referred to as crema. So if an espresso is one shot, a doppio is two shots. Now, I want to preface this. There are some not American English names to these coffee drinks, so please pardon me when I say them wrong. So, a doppio is two shots of espresso. Then we have a cortado, which is one part espresso, one part steamed milk with no foam. So it's usually two shots of espresso with two ounces of milk. And in the U.S., it may be known as a Gibraltar. So Cortado in the U.S., possibly known as a Gibraltar. Why? I don't know. Sounds like it came to be at wartime. I could be wrong. If you know why sometimes the Cortado is known as a Gibraltar in the U.S., Leave me a comment over on YouTube. Then the macchiato. So macchiato is Italian for stain. And I didn't know this, but there are two types of macchiatos. There's an espresso macchiato, which is a shot of espresso with a small amount of milk foam. And then there's the latte macchiato which is more common in the U.S. And it's like a latte 
with either a thicker layer of foam or it has a third cup of milk between a third cup of milk to a half cup of milk with one or two shots of espresso. So thinking about that, a latte macchiato versus a flat white. Seems like the latte macchiato, like traditionally made the latte macchiato, would be stronger than a flat white. It seems like it has less milk than a flat white. I don't know, some of these are just slightly different by another drink by just this tiny bit. It's so interesting that they all have their own fancy names. But then we move on to a mocha. So a mocha latte is sweetened with chocolate syrup or chocolate powder. And of course, there's a good chance there's going to be some whipped cream on top. Then a cafe au lait. Cafe au lait is French morning coffee. That's not what it translates to. That's not a translation. But it sounds like the French, that's a morning coffee that they drink. And it's dark roasted coffee with milk. So when I think of Cafe Olay, I think of New Orleans, think of Cafe Du Monde. And if you ever get down to the French Quarter in New Orleans, head on over to Cafe Du Monde, get yourself a plate of beignets and order a Cafe Olay and just enjoy yourself. Then the Americano. Espresso Americano is espresso with hot water added to it. So why is it called an Americano? Could we, <laughs> us Americans, could we not handle just a, a straight shot of espresso? One of my sources, homegrounds.co, says that the name Americano is believed to come from U.S. soldiers who were in Italy in World War II and they would water down their espresso rations, which were scarce because wartime. So before moving on to the next one, just a refresher, Americano, the hot water is added to the espresso. Okay. Moving on to a long black. A long black is basically an Americano, except it's reversed. The espresso is added to the hot water. I know, such a slight difference, but you remember when I talked about a shot of espresso, how when it's pulled, there's that almost looks like foamy layer on top called the crema? A long black pouring the espresso into the hot water it leaves more of the crema on top so when you take a drink of it you get more of a creamy mouthfeel so a long black also there tends to be less water in it and the water temperature is important because if the water is too hot the crema will disintegrate so moving on we have the red eye. So the red eye is hot black coffee with a shot of espresso added to it. Just in case you need more espresso because you just got off your long flight and you didn't get any sleep. So typically an eight ounce cup of 
black coffee has 96 milligrams of caffeine. So that's an so a cup an eight ounce cup of coffee would have between 70 and 140 milligrams of caffeine. So they averaged it out, and they say it's 96 milligrams of caffeine for eight ounces. A shot of espresso has 64 milligrams of caffeine. So if you get an eight ounce red eye, meaning seven ounces of coffee with one ounce of caffeine, nope, <laughs> seven ounces of coffee with a one ounce shot of espresso, you're going to get about 148 milligrams of caffeine in an eight ounce red eye. But wait, there's more. If you get a black eye, it's a cup of black coffee with two shots of espresso in it. And there's still more. The dripped eye is black coffee with three shots of espresso in it. Excuse me. <laughs> That's so much. I didn't even know the black eye existed. I didn't know the dripped eye existed. And I didn't know the lazy eye existed. So what is the lazy eye? A lazy eye is one or two shots of espresso in a cup of decaf. So I laughed at that because I'm like, why are you getting decaf and then adding calf to it? But perhaps people like the flavor of espresso and coffee and they just don't need all 148 or more milligrams of caffeine. So they just go with the lazy eye. Oh, I thought that was funny. So then we have the galeo or jaleo. I'm going to go with galeo. This is Portuguese originally. So my sources say. Similar to the taste of... I got some mixed, some mixed information. Similar to a latte or a cappuccino or a cafe au lait. And the difference is... The lattes and the cappuccinos use espresso, whereas the cafe au lait is dark, a dark roasted coffee. Um, but the Galeo has two times as much, two times as much foamed milk. So it's one part espresso and three parts foamed milk. Then we have the Lungo. Lungo. Lungo? L-U-N-G-O. I'm going with Lungo. Um, in Italian, it means long, so it's an espresso longo. It's long pull espresso. So with a long pull espresso, there's more water. And I don't know if it, if the pulling process also takes longer, but the sources say a longer pull it's going to be higher in caffeine. You're going to get more ounces in your shot. And the long pull has a more bitter and smoky flavor. So a long pull espresso is between 50 and 60 milliliters. So that's almost the size of a, a dupio, two shots of espresso. And then we have the ristretto ristretto and that is italian for restricted so it's just the opposite of the lungo 
maybe not exactly, but that it will make sense. It's an espresso shot cut short. So there's less water used. There's only between 15 and 20 milliliters. So about half the size of a shot of espresso or maybe a touch more. And the ristretto, the espresso shot cut short, has a sweeter, bright flavor. This next one I think is really cute. <laughs> it's the piccolo latte. So it's a small latte. It has one shot of espresso and two parts milk with a small layer of foam and it's about a three or four ounce drink. One of the sources said that a ristretto, our espresso short, espresso shot cut short was used in a piccolo latte, but other sources said that it was just a normal shot of espresso. Then we have espresso con panna, which means coffee with cream. And espresso con panna is a shot of espresso topped with whipped cream. This next one, you there's a good chance you've not heard of it. It's called the RAF, R-A-F. It is Russian, so I don't think I don't think it's very common in many places of the world. You'd probably be able to find it in Russia, maybe not anywhere else. But allegedly, it's named after the first person who it was served to. His name was Raphael, so shortened to the to Raf. And today, it's made with cream, two tablespoons of sugar, and a shot of espresso. Then we have the Cafe Cubano, which I didn't know if I was going to include, but I will. The Cafe Cubano, it's Cuban. It looks like espresso, but it's made in a stovetop espresso maker. You may have seen these or heard of them, uh, mocha pot. And how it's made is the espresso, the coffee, is brewed in the mocha pot. And a little bit of it is beaten with sugar to create a foam. And then the remainder of the coffee is poured over it. It is the size, one serving is the size of a shot of espresso. And it's thick, creamy, sweet, and syrupy. We're doing a little trip around the world. Next up we have espresso, espresso Romano. I don't, I don't know if it has, it may have nothing to do with Rome but it's called Espresso Romano. It's typically one shot of espresso with sugar and lemon. So caffeine can sometimes be thought to help get rid of headaches. And then lemon is sometimes thought to be helpful in digestion. So sometimes the Espresso Romano is a drink to help cure a hangover. Let me know if you've ever tried that. Next up we have the affogato. It's one or two shots of espresso poured over a scoop of ice cream. So it's it's dessert. Delicious. 
Then we have a cafe brevet. It's pretty much just American because we like to add fat and sugar to everything. It makes things delicious, don't get me wrong. But a cafe brevet, you have one shot of espresso with steamed half and half and a layer of milk foam. So similar to a latte or a cappuccino, but with half and half instead of milk. This next one, bulletproof coffee. So the story of the origin seems to be this American computing executive was in a foreign land and he wasn't feeling well and a local person gave him tea with yak butter in it and it cleared his brain fog and so he came home and created his own oil. His name is Dave Asprey and the oil is brain octane oil. So like sounds like the true bulletproof coffee was one cup of coffee with one to two tablespoons of his brain octane oil and one to two tablespoons of unsalted butter or ghee, G-H-E-E, which is clarified butter. And that just seems extremely excessive to me just because from the story, it was just tea with some yak butter and now we're adding two to four tablespoons of oil to one cup of coffee but if you guys have ever had bulletproof coffee let me know another another recipe was if you don't get the brain octane oil you can take your one cup of coffee and add one tablespoon of coconut oil and two tablespoons of butter i wouldn't be opposed to trying like a cup of coffee with one tablespoon of butter. I would try that. I don't know if I would add three tablespoons of fat to my coffee. Don't get me wrong, it might be good, but have you ever tried it? Next up we have Cafe Corretto. Corretto means corrected. So the Cafe Corretto is a shot of espresso with a splash of grappa. So what is grappa, you ask? So did I. So I googled it. Grappa is brandy distilled from the fermented residue of grapes after they've been pressed in winemaking. So the first espresso was very bitter and the splash of alcohol just helped balance out the flavor. Next up, we have maraschino. Maraschino. Not maraschino. Not maraschino as in maraschino cherries, but maraschino. This is a shot of espresso. Then there's a layer of cocoa powder. Then there's a layer of milk froth. And then it's sprinkled with cocoa powder. And then its cousin, the espressino is you start with a dusting of cocoa powder in the bottom of your cup and then you add a shot of espresso and then steamed milk on top 
So basically, the maraschino with the espressino, those, the difference between the two is kind of just the order of layering. Then we have Irish coffee, which it seems to depend who you ask how it's made. But basically, strong coffee with whiskey topped with whipped cream. Sometimes sugar is added to it. Then we have Mexican coffee. One ounce of coffee liqueur, maybe Kahlua. So one ounce of coffee liqueur, a half ounce of tequila, five ounces of hot coffee, topped with whipped cream, and a sprinkle of cinnamon. Turkish coffee. This was another one that there were a couple different thoughts on how, on what a Turkish coffee is. So you have finely ground coffee, boiled with water, sometimes sugar, sometimes cardamom. My understanding was that Turkish coffee is very sweet. In a Sezvi coffee maker, it's spelled C-E-Z-V-E. I'm going to see if I can find how to, how to pronounce it. It be called a sezb. If I'm wrong, let me know. But it's a strong, sweet coffee, especially if it's made with sugar. And it's unfiltered. So if you ever are served Turkish coffee, there's probably going to be grounds at the bottom of your cup. So just beware. Then there's Vietnamese coffee. I believe I'm going to butcher this, but I'm going to try it. Should I try it? I'm going to try it. Cafe eh. Suada. Cafe Suada. I apologize. But the Vietnamese coffee allegedly was created at a time when Vietnam was under French rule. It is coffee with sweetened condensed milk. Traditionally, it's preferably brewed using a cup-shaped filter, I believe called a fin, P-H-I-N, but you can use a pour-over. So if you go to a local coffee shop and they have Vietnamese coffee on the menu, there's a good chance it's going to be a pour-over coffee but it is going to be sweetened with sweetened condensed milk. Then we have Vienna coffee, and it's shots of espresso, not any particular number, um, and an ounce of hot water is added to it, and then you fill the rest of your glass with whipped cream, and then you can top it with chocolate shavings. That sounded to be the traditional Vienna coffee. So it's similar to espresso con panna, which was a shot of espresso with some whipped cream on top, except Vienna coffee, you add that ounce of hot water and it's a lot more whipped cream and you get chocolate shavings on top. Then we have chicory coffee, which makes me think of New Orleans. And chicory is a medicinal blue flowered member of the dandelion family. And chicory coffee 
the the root of the plant is what is used. So coffee beans are either blended with a chicory or it is made straight from chicory root. So the roots are washed, dried, minced, roasted, ground, and blended with coffee and brewed. Chicory itself is caffeine free. It tastes similar to regular coffee, but has an earthier, nuttier flavor. When I was in New Orleans, I was having breakfast. If you guys ever go to New Orleans, check out Cafe Du Monde, but also there's this cafe, Fleur de Lis, and I went there for breakfast one morning. Delicious, highly recommend. I got the chocolate chip pancakes with grits. <laughs> hey, when in Rome, when in New Orleans. Um, but I had regular coffee with breakfast and then I asked, I wanted to try the chicory coffee, <laughs> but it was morning and my waitress was like, there's no caffeine in it. And so like, she talked to me out of it, but I kind of wish I would have tried it. Um, but yes, chicory coffee. Have you ever had chicory coffee? A lot of grocery stores will sell those golden cans of, uh, chicory coffee grounds. I've never tried them, but it is an option. And then we're moving on to cold coffee. You have cold brew coffee, which is made by steeping coarsely ground coffee in water. You pour, you, you give it a little mix with cold water, but then you set it out at room temperature for between six and 36 hours. I've made cold brew and I don't I don't know if six hours is enough for anyone. That'd be extremely weak. That'd be extremely weak bean juice. But hey, to each their own. And then it is strained and you enjoy it over ice. People like cold brew in part because of its low acidity and it is smooth. And then we have a frappe, which in America, you probably think of Starbucks Frappuccinos, but a frappe is Greek. The classic frappe was instant coffee powder, water, and sugar, shaken or blended until frothy. A frappe with a lot of water in that combination is a Nerozuma, N-E-R-O-Z-O-U-M-I. So maybe it's a Nirozumi or water brew. So one a frappe, coffee powder, instant coffee powder, lots of water and sugar is a Nirozumi or water brew. And one with too much coffee powder is a dynamite. Like that. Today you'll often find frappes blended with ice and made with espresso, sometimes sweetened with syrup and topped with whipped cream. So they're basically dessert. If you're going to go get a Frappuccino from Starbucks, it's more like dessert. I've never had a Frappe though. I don't even know if I've had a Frappuccino. And then going from the Frappe, we also have a Fredo. So again, Fredo is Greek. Fredo means cold. 
And there are two types of Fredos. There's a cappuccino Fredo, which is made by blending two shots of espresso, ice, and sugar, and then topping it with frothy milk. And then there's an espresso Fredo, which is blending two shots of espresso, ice, and sugar. No milk on top of that one. So the different, the main difference between the frappe and the Fredo seems to be the instant coffee powder used in making a classic frappe, whereas a Fredo uses shots of espresso. So you're, if you're in America and you get a frappe and they use espresso, you're technically getting a Fredo. Then we have nitro coffee. I should have said this right after the cold brew, but nitro coffee is cold brew with nitrogen added. So adding the nitrogen gives the coffee a sweet, smooth, light, lightly carbonated drink. And it has a Guinness-like consistency. Then we have the Mazagran, which is typically espresso, lemon juice, sugar, and sometimes rum over ice. One source called it coffee lemonade. Let me look. What were the other drinks that had lemon in them? Oh, the Espresso Romano is the shot of espresso with sugar and lemon, and I think that's a hot drink. And then you have your nut Mazagran, which is your coffee lemonade. Two more to go. We have an Espresso Tonic, which is two shots of espresso topped with tonic water and a squeeze of lime juice. Refreshing? I don't know. I feel like lemon is classic in espresso. And of course, lime is citrus, but sometimes you cannot substitute lemon and lime. But I guess, you know, it. someone drank it. It was on my list. Lastly, as your nightcap, an espresso martini one ounce of coffee liqueur, such as Kahlua, two ounces of vodka, and one ounce of espresso, which is equal to a shot. So a shot of espresso, an ounce of coffee liqueur, two ounces of vodka. Some places, if they don't have espresso, they're just going to use an ounce of cold brew concentrate. Whew. Well, look at that. That was like, this list was longer than I anticipated. Like I saw those cute coffee diagrams at, on Pinterest or at the cafes. And I'm like, oh, there's going to be between like 12 and 24 different coffee drinks that I'm going to talk to you guys about today. Well, my list is more like 43 to 45 coffee drinks. But I included some, like, very niche coffee drinks that you probably aren't going to find maybe in America. If you go to Starbucks and order a piccolo latte or a risotto or what's the long 
shot the lungo sorry if i'm saying that wrong your barista is gonna look at you like you're nuts you're like i don't know what that is because they probably don't know what that is i don't blame them but yeah did i miss any if there are any coffee drinks that i missed let me know there was one that i didn't put on my list but i'm gonna mention to you guys it was called green coffee and it was made by boiling green coffee beans which are just coffee beans that haven't been roasted yet boiling them in water and so it's basically like coffee tea tea made out of coffee and it has kind of more tea-like characteristics like more herby flavors to it so did i miss any coffee drinks and what did i list that you have not had that sounded really good head on over to youtube leave me a comment share this episode of someone you know who is a coffee lover once you do that Go ahead and rate and review The Kitchen with Ray on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And then once you've done that, go ahead and listen to one of my other episodes. And lastly, Jesus loves you. He wants a relationship with you. And he's ready whenever you are. Thanks for listening.